Welcome to the School of Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sheila, and my mission is to ensure each and every child is able to share their unique gifts and abilities with the world. This show provides weekly talks that empower and inspire parents, families, and caregivers to help their children to be successful in school. I believe that all the adults in our children's lives can make important contributions to their learning and future success. And this show will offer proven tips, strategies, and resources to help the children in your care experience extraordinary achievement. I'm a former principal, assistant principal, and teacher, and I've helped hundreds of adults over 26 years to help their children achieve success. And I can help you too. So let's get started. I want to thank all of you for joining me on this podcasting journey. I'm so glad you're with me. Before we dive into our topic for today, I want to spend a little time introducing myself and give you some idea of who I am and where the idea of this podcast came from. As a high school student, as well as into college, I spent my summers teaching swimming lessons. I taught the little ones how to float and kick and how, how to have fun in the water. Every day I said to someone, you can do it. I had no idea that that little phrase would be the foundation for my career in education. As a teacher, I would often encourage my students by saying, you can do it. And later as a school administrator, I found that I still encouraged others with, you can do it. But that encouragement was to adults as well as to children. And now, after 26 years in education, I want to share what I learned along the way about helping parents and caregivers to help your children. As we move forward together, one thing you should know about me is that I love watching football, and my favorite team is the Seattle Seahawks. Not only do I love watching the players play, I love watching Pete Carroll coach. Not only do he and I share the same birthday, but I agree with his coaching style. He's always positive, encouraging, and believes in his players. He has a you-can-do-it mentality. He's also shared that he seeks to create the conditions for his players to do their best work. As a coach, he creates the conditions that helps his players to succeed, and that's what I want to do for you. I want to help you create the conditions that will lead to success for your children. Now, I recognize that everyone's circumstances are different, and every family is different, and we each have strengths that we bring to meet the challenges of life. So please recognize that the information that I share with you is meant to be flexible and adapted to your unique circumstances. And while I use the terms parent and child, please be aware that I also mean caregiver and the children you may be caring for. So please experiment with the information that I share and adapt it in a way that works best for you. In today's episode, I want to share 
with you information about how you can be ready to support your child's learning at home by talking about stress and anxiety and later about the importance of physical and emotional safety. Dr. David Osher and others from the American Institutes for Research have made available for parents and caregivers materials to build positive learning environments at home. And just like when building a house, we have to start with a solid foundation by making sure you and I are ready to support our children. The ongoing COVID-19 situation has created many challenges for families and caregivers, leading to increased levels of stress and anxiety. This means that our brains may not be able to access the tools we typically rely on to help us manage the normal stresses of life because our brains senses when it's in danger and it releases a chemical called cortisol. This chemical is what helps us to react quickly and to get out of danger. You may be familiar with the term fight or flight. That's often used to describe this situation. When we are in the fight or flight mode, the thinking part of our brains are essentially turned off. So if we're under stress for long periods of time, our brains and bodies have a harder time returning to normal. Thus, we might find ourselves being impatient, having a harder time paying attention, or we may even feel like withdrawing from friends and family. So if any of this sounds familiar to you, well, don't worry, you're not alone, and these are normal responses. You should also know that there are things that you and I can do to help alleviate the impact of stress and anxiety in our lives. And why does this matter? Why is it important? Because our ability to connect with our kids and provide a supportive learning environment is impacted by our levels of stress and anxiety. So just think about it. When you are stressed out, how patient are you? I know for myself that I have to work harder to not lose my temper when I'm stressed or feeling anxious. So while it may seem selfish, it's important to take care of yourself right now. Think of it like being on an airplane. And the flight attendants remind us that in the event of an emergency, we need to put on our own oxygen masks first before we can help others around us. So this is the same idea. I'd like to give you a few things that we can do to help get ready to support our children's learning at home. So first of all, we need to be sure that we're getting enough sleep and keep an eye on good nutrition. So let's do a little self-check right now. On a scale of one to five, one being low and five being high, how are you doing on these two strategies? Are there places where you could make some tweaks to allow for more time to sleep or eat better? Also, it's a good time to cut yourself some slack. It's okay to allow yourself room to focus on yourself and things like sleep. Another strategy is to set one or two concrete goals that you want to accomplish and use to guide that 
and use that to guide your day. Also, try to find something that brings you joy and do that every day, even if only for a short time. Our brains need it. And to make that break even better for our brains, add in some quiet time to really quiet your mind. That could be deep breathing, taking a walk, maybe journaling about what you're thankful for, whatever works for you. The point is, taking short breaks to be quiet will help your brain focus better after the break. This strategy is also a good one to try with your child. Pick an activity to practice and reflect on how it went. Experiment with different brain breaks to see what seems to work best for you and what works best for your child. Now I want to shift a little, and I want to talk about the importance of safety, both physical and emotional safety, and the impact on how and what your child learns. Part of providing a supportive learning environment for our kids is to help them feel safe. If they don't, they will have a harder time learning. That's because emotions trigger responses in our brains that impact how we feel and behave, and these emotions can get in the way of learning. Helping kids feel safe at home will help them learn better. We can start by making sure that your child has their own physical space to learn in. Try to set aside a specific space for your child's learning and for their work. Now, just an aside, try to create that space where you can see what they're doing and you can hear what's going on, especially now that most learning is happening in a remote setting over the computer or in a hybrid setting. It is important for you to know what's happening with your child's schooling and their learning. I also want to talk about if you have multiple children. So this may mean coming up with a plan to alternate space and resources. And that's in order to minimize conflict. Additionally, establishing predictable routines can help your child's brain work better by reducing emotions like stress because they'll know what to expect. And if you can, involve them in creating the routine or schedule that helps to teach them about time management and also provides them a sense of control. Although all children will vary in their academic strengths and in their sense of who they are, it is absolutely essential that we accept our children for who they are and to identify and build on their strengths. I believe this is crucial because I hold a foundational belief that every child has unique gifts and abilities and they are this planet's only chance to benefit from this from their unique gifts and abilities. But after 26 years in public education, I can tell you that very few kids see themselves this way. That's why I'm passionate to share with you information that I believe will help change that.
It's important to me that you understand that you and any other significant adult in your child's life can have a huge impact on their success in school and in life just by helping them to see and believe that they have unique gifts and abilities and that they are valuable to the world. What that looks like and sounds like is not only saying those words. Now, your teenagers may look at you funny, but that's okay. Tell them anyway. But also, encouraging your children and showing excitement when he or she tries something new. Remember when they started to walk and how excited we got with each step they took? Well, we can encourage them that we have their backs if they try and don't succeed, or if something is hard and frustrating, and we are there to say, I know you can do this. That contributes to the safe and supportive learning environment that is crucial for our children's success. Let me give you an example. I have a sweet five-year-old great-niece, and I remember her sitting on my lap one day, and she was playing with the buttons on my shirt, and she unbuttoned a couple of buttons on the pockets on the front of my shirt. Then she buttoned one of them back, but she couldn't get the second one back. And she tried, and she tried, and then she just stopped. And I said, I know you can do it. Keep going. So she tried again, and she couldn't get it. And she got a look on her face of frustration, and she stopped. And I told her, you did the other one. You can do that one. Keep going. So she tried it again, and she still couldn't get it. But I wouldn't let her stop. I just said, I know you can do this. I know you can do this. Keep doing. Keep going. You'll get it. So she did. And she did. And we celebrated. And we had a high five. And her smile was ear to ear. And then my nephew was watching. And he just got the biggest grin on his face. And said, I'll remember that. Young people develop in healthy ways when they experience emotional support as well as support for their learning. This support for the learning also includes helping our kids understand how to do their work. So while I didn't show my great-niece how to do it, what I did show her was encouragement and that I believed in her ability to complete the task. And that's what the School of Success podcast is all about, helping parents and caregivers to understand that there are things that you can do to help the children in your care learn success skills, behaviors, skills, strategies, mindsets that are tools for success in school as well as later on in life as an employee in the workplace. With practice, these success skills can help your children become effective, independent learners 
capable, capable of dealing with any new learning challenge by being really good at managing and navigating the learning process. Now, if you've ever said to yourself, I can't help my child, I'm not good at blank, and you fill in the blank. Maybe it's reading, or maybe it's math. Well, that's okay. I've got you. Yes, I can help you with content-specific stuff, but what I really want to help you with is learning how you can support your kids by teaching them success skills and encouraging them in the process of learning. And I'm not alone in believing in the importance of helping our children to acquire these success success skills. A number of researchers have suggested that students' ability to acquire and use various learning strategies can be as important as acquiring specific content knowledge. Why? Because as your child learns how to learn, he or she will be able to think about and use content knowledge in new ways by helping them to use a skill applied in one task to another similar task. Thus, not only will learning various success skills help your child to do better in school, these researchers have suggested these skills can help your children be successful in life as well. So, to recap, today we talked about creating the conditions for success by understanding the impact of stress and anxiety on our brains. We talked about some strategies to try to alleviate stress and anxiety, such as ensuring that you get enough sleep, setting one or two concrete daily goals, quieting your mind with brain breaks, and we talked about the importance of creating physical and emotional safety for our children in order for them to have the ability to learn new things and be protective. We talked about doing things such as ensuring that they have their own workspace and establishing predictable routines. In our next episode, we'll begin to talk about how we can help our children learn how to learn. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the School of Success podcast. I hope what you heard today was helpful and informative. If so, share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for me, you can reach me directly at schoolofsuccesspodcast.com. Thanks for listening.